0: What's up? My name is Deandra Kiera, and
1: this is Natasha
0: Amina, and, and you are tuned into a new episode of Let It Glow Podcast.
1: Yes, yes. Happy Wednesday, Happy Hump Day. Hey, <laughs> we made it through another another week almost,
0: another work week. Oh God, but we're on a high right now.
1: Yes, we are literally.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so before recording, we went and got a few drinks so we can be ready for you guys to celebrate all the positive feedback we've gotten from Mm -hmm. our first episode. Yes, we appreciate everybody's support. You know, all
1: the reposts and the story shares and, you know, the the messages, all everything. Like, like, we truly appreciate it. We really appreciate it. Like,
0: y'all really show love. You know, we got good friends. Period. (laughs) (laughs) So continue to share, send to friends that y'all think would be interested. Definitely. We can't wait to meet more people. Mm -hmm. That's lit. So we're going to get into some hot topics this week. Yes, we are. Um, But we definitely
1: need to start, you know, off by talking about DMX. Mm -hmm. Um, Right now, prayers up to him and his family. Um, you know, if, unless you live living underneath a rock, I'm pretty sure most people know that um he is currently hospitalized due
0: to um a drug overdose. Um Yeah. It 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 hurts so big. I grew up on DMX. My mm-hmm. mom, you know, I have a younger what can may consider it like a younger mom, my mom's a um, mom that lists. that's your she mom, was and she a still big, listen
1: to R&B right. and she, she was and like, a yeah. big fan of DMX.
0: Like we was ate mm-hmm. like stop drop like she blessing that shit on Saturday. <laughs> 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 so, and just to learn his background cuz me and Natasha are very into like musical documentaries, um celebrity documentaries, mm-hmm. you know, Hollywood scandals, things like that and to learn that he his substance abuse started from someone slipping him crack cocaine and um and weed is kind of that's so that's It's so fucked so up.
1: And, I mean, you know what? Even before that, you know, his upbringing mm-hmm. with his mom and, you know, the, the issues that they had with her basically um, rejecting him, um, giving him away at a young age, putting him in boarding schools and stuff in a like facility. that. Just dropping him off and yeah, telling him like it of, was temporary. Yeah, it was, was just,
0: more of like a troubled um, kids facility. Right. Like undeserved. All right. He didn't know that he was going to go there and just pulling up and saying, oh, you like it here? Oh, well, this is where you're about to stay. And taking the rest of his siblings when he had an active grandmother that would have taken him in if she didn't want to. It's so fucked up. It's really messed up. And then to have a mentor, the first time you smoke weed, a mentor that's almost 30 give you weed that's laced with crack. Allegedly. Allegedly, but... That's what DMX said, though. So that's what happened. Yeah, you know, I mean,
1: you know, it, it is really fucked up, but it says a lot about, you know, who you have. Um, around your children, mm-hmm. um, you know, and when they don't have the right guidance and, you know, you kind of I feel like the way that he talks in um, the documentaries that I've seen, um, he felt kind of pushed out there to the wolves. So, you know, you know, growing up as a young teenage, especially male mm-hmm. um, in the hood and stuff, you know, you're going to cling to older people and you assume that they have your best interests at heart. And they started a problem that he still, you know, is struggling with to this
0: day. Even, you know, his relationship with his ex-wife and she spoke about how they kind of had a trauma bind where right. she was sheltered so much and lived in such a strict household where she couldn't be herself. And she met him who had no guidance, mm-hmm. nothing and kind of clinged together and she could see the pain that he was going through, but she had to remove herself because it was taking such a toll on her that she couldn't even be her own person and you know DMX I think if you ever hear him pray Mm. your heart Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. breaks for this person because he's so passionate it brings tears to your eyes it brings tears to your eyes it moves you in a way that may you know you may not have felt before like I know for me when I hear him, I'm like, "Damn, this is really somebody that's been through something that's just pleading to God mm-hmm. that just to re, you know remove these demons from him." And I really, I feel like all week I've been holding my breath in.
1: Yeah, and
0: yeah. I we just found out that he tested po- positive for COVID 19. Yeah, unfortunate. And so, big <sighs> prayers to DMX. We love him. Yes, We're we want to keep him lifted up in prayer. You know, we definitely um gonna pray for the best and right. you know, yeah. pray for his family. You know, I think what I loved the most was the whole Rough Riders visual at the hospital. Oh, yeah, that was nice. And then the nurses, they were all in the windows throwing up the X. That is like beautiful to me. Uh-huh.
1: And you know what too? Um what I love about DMX is that he's always been true to who he is. Mm-hmm. So even though, you know, he was a rapper and he was respected, like, you know, I never heard about people saying anything like, you know, like he was soft or anything. This is a man that made praying and fucking rap hot. right? Like, where you actually look forward to that shit. Like, yo, he about to pray at the concert, yo, that shit was fire. Like, you be hearing his prayers, like, he will literally stop and everybody's sitting there and we'll have, you know, a
0: moment of silence and let him do his thing. And, and it, like it wow. just, And it's not fake. It's no. straight from the heart. It's straight his voice is just it carries and I pray when he makes it through it that he uses his voice and mm-hmm. his testimony to help others. Um I'm just gonna keep positive and I I just pray he comes through this. All right. So, you know, prayers to DMX, prayers, prayers to, to his family, his family all and his fans. Children. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna move on into some some mess. A little bit of mess. So last week, um, we see we saw that City Girls Carisha, well, Young Miami and Little Uzi Vert and JT were on live together. Right. And during the live, Little Uzi got a little aggressive with Carisha. She kind of talked to her real crazy while JT was next to her. And we're not gonna to get too much into that um aspect and to their details because they kind of said it was a joke. Um, to save face, but I want to ask you: Have you ever been in a situation where, and a friend's boyfriend got out of line with you, and when did not you a friend, mm-hmm. um, but someone close to me, yes, mm-hmm. and um, I
1: was, we went back and forth. You know, I'm not really one to hold my tongue. Most people know that, um, and I don't know. I'm just one of those people that I feel like, you know, when I'm in a situation, I have my person or whatever guy I'm talking to, I don't, uh, there's a limit and there's a boundary to what you can say to the females in my life. I don't care if that's my friends. I don't care if that's my siblings. I don't care if that's my cousins. You can't talk to them crazy because then I'm going to have to check you. Um, I don't understand women that allow that type of dynamic, even if it is a, Oh, he was just playing. Everybody don't play all the time. And obviously her nigga didn't feel that way because he also chimed in and this can this could go into a whole different it's level. It
0: could go into a whole other thing and he kind of was talking to her like she didn't have a man or like... I didn't get that. Fuck your nigga. I'm gonna say what I gotta
1: say. Like, he just kept saying, is this Karisha? Because you know, you know, you know how, like, how I'm coming. The fuck
0: is he talking to? And you... He's from Philly. We're from Philly. I don't claim him. But he's from North Philly. Uh, Like, he's a Philly nigga. I don't claim him. But I do realize, like, sometimes with some guys here that they grow up around predominantly females. So the way they argue or debate is in a way of the women that were around them. Not saying that they're feminine, but they mm, were primarily around women. And they learned how to argue like that. Right. <laughs> you keep trying to keep pussy. it cute because <laughs> you keep trying to do the
1: PR, you know, around women. But if you,
0: if you, so if pussy. your mannerisms <laughs> is
1: like a female, then you're a bitch.
0: Like, right. you're going to argue with me like a fucking bitch. Right. So it comes off real crazy. And it's like, as a female, I understood, Karisha, like, am I about to draw? We on live. Mm-hmm. It's, um, this can turn totally left. If I'm upset, my nigga going to get upset and it can become a thing. But he, I know for me, I've been in a situation where I actually took up for somebody. Okay. It happened several times where I took up for somebody. I'm arguing with a nigga. Like, yo, you got my friend fucked up. Like, Mm -hmm. you got me fucked up. You got her fucked up. And then... 20 minutes later, them motherfuckers in the locked door.
1: Yeah, they done made up and shit. And, and now I'm she looking enemy. at you. I'm she looking ass at ass you ass. like, oh yeah, my I'm nigga I'm the ass bitch. I can't go with you no more. <laughs> right. I ain't hang out hatin with hatin you. you no more. Yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. But just, that's what my issue is, though. As far as uh, JT being so, you know, aggressively defending the situation instead of, to me, as a bitch, saying that nigga was doing too much, he was a little on. I, y'all seen our child take, you know, the phone or whatever, and I am like, yo, Karisha, like, hang the fuck up. I told her to hang up. He wasn't giving me my phone. Hang up. Get off this fucking live. Because obviously you can't control that nigga. JT. Right. So just tell Carisha to hang the fuck up.
0: Right. Like girl get off alive because I won't have to curse him the fuck out. And I've even been Carisha where it's like I'm gonna let him talk crazy because she gonna be with him regardless and if mm-hmm. I say something it's gonna go totally left. And if he go left then my people gonna go left. Right. So let me just calm down and just be like, yo, this nigga drunk. I'm about to move on. But it do make me look at my friend a little crazy. Like, you don't got no control over the situation. At all. So I, I
1: can only imagine how he treats her and how he talks to her. But you know what I also noticed? It got no notice? weird. Um, Well, look at him. Um. I noticed that when young Miami's baby father was defending her... Did you notice he kept making references to them having issues? Like, well, whatever their issues is, let that be their shit. Da, da, da. And it's like I was taking it as there is some shit that happens behind the scenes that it seems like maybe, you know, JT, maybe you can find in your nigga about certain things and you just a little too fucking involved. And you mm. might need to step right. the fuck back. And this is my girlfriend. Just like if you and your niggas fall out, you know, at the end of the day, y'all always gonna be fucking friends. Right. If y'all really friends. Let that
0: be bitches shit. Stay the fuck in your lane. Right. Like I don't. That was just. Or it is just even you know how a friend can confide in you mm-hmm. and you giving them advice like bitch fuck that nigga like and she went back we, and told him or they look through their her fucking messages mm-hmm. and see see what you said and be like oh yeah she told you to go fuck with some other because I'm a friend where I'm be like oh he acting crazy bitch. We about to go out. I'm about to help you find some more niggas. Oh, yeah, well, come niggas. over. You know, my nigga and his friends going to be here. So Or we're going to go out and find some new niggas. Exactly. These niggas got us fucked up together. We, I believe it's that, too. It's that, where it's like, oh, no, she going to help you get new niggas. It's a problem. But that's just so weird to take it out
1: on her. Like, I don't know. I Bitch. just feel like it's just very feminine. Um, Yes, it gave me a lot of energy. And just to get back to what your original question is, I have had people in my life like that and those are normally the women, if you can't control your nigga, I know this now, I can't be around y'all. Like, I can't be around him. I'll let you tell me stuff or whatever, but I can't physically be around him because if he says some fly shit to me, I'm not you. So just because, you know, like me and you had talked about, about toxic relationships previously just because that's your normal bitch that's not my fucking normal right so that nigga y'all might play around like that back and forth and all of that I don't want this nigga talking to me like that especially if it's Mm -hmm. some nigga I
0: ain't fucking exactly like and I say that to people all the time when they be like, "Oh, you know, like when they be scared that somebody back with the nigga that I cursed out." And it's <laughs> like, "Well, bitch, I ain't fucking him." Right. You know. Hey. You know my image. You know my image of him. I don't got no rose colored glasses on. I see him for what he is. He not fucking me. hmm Exactly. Like if you want to get back with him, cool. I don't want to be around that nigga. Exactly. But I've, I've had people apologize to me later, but. I'ma always stand up for my sisters, my cousins, my friends, whatever the fuck. Right, like, me too. A bitch on the street, I'm. A, I'm like, well, what the fuck just happened? Right, <laughs> you know. Right, like I'm not that girl. So people know how I am. They know not to get me involved, really, unless it's a thing thing.
1: Do you feel like that could ultimately affect your relationship, like your
0: friendship? I think it has in the past. Oh, it has already. I think it has in the past. In what way? In a way where. Because I know the real, or because of embarrassment, like we became distant a little bit, okay, and they have a facade going on that's like uh, you know she can kind of threaten it, so I'd right. have seen it, or because you know, even with another situation I was in where it's like oh I t- I said something that they didn't want me to know, oh okay, Are And you nobody else to know. I let them know something that if I didn't let them know and they found out on their own, they wouldn't have told me. Right. And right. it's embarrassing. So mm. so next, we're going to get into Waka Faka flame yeah. and some controversy that stirred up because his stepdaughter, daughter, Tammy Rivera's daughter, Charlie, came out as a lesbian on their show, What the Faka? Right. Um, and apparently
1: the backlash is... Um, what does I am consider just a he's a content public.
0: creator YouTuber.
1: Um, he was also one like wild out. So yeah. Far. Um, so apparently, you know, he went on live, um, and basically called Walker out, stating that he felt as though there was a bias, um, when it comes to Charlie versus, um, when it was Dwayne Wade's um now daughter, and Walker was very very vocal about how. I'm speaking, of course, you know, paraphrasing, but he didn't really seem to be accepting of that lifestyle.
0: Yeah, questioning why so early to transition. I think, I think the biggest issue is people minding business that's not theirs. Mm-hmm. And you're getting on live. You don't have a platform. You don't have a YouTube. You don't have a radio show. You don't have a podcast. You're just a popular person who writes something online. Interpreted it for what you wanted to interpret and right. given your unsolicited opinion. Right. Nobody asked you for your opinion. You don't have a Nobody. Not, not nobody. And I think when somebody here is that a child or anybody wants to be referred as the opposite um, gender that they, pres- like, opposite of their cisgender, I guess you could say, that they automatically want a sex change. Right. Like you don't have to have a sex change to be want to be like if I wanted to report be referred as him, I don't have to get a sex change to do right. that. That doesn't mean my genitals are gonna change. That's what my um preferred pronouns are. And I think they don't understand that. They jump into situations that doesn't revolve them. And then it's like kinda like look into look at your daughter. Look in your household. Right. Your daughter, you know, came out as gay. Right. And that's still different because I feel like a lot of men will accept um, a lesbian female in their family before they accept a gay male. Absolutely. And that was
1: um his whole point. Like, you know, it's just, it seems like it's a little bit of a bias because, you know, traditionally men have no problem with lesbian relationships. Right. Um, but if that was your son that came out as gay and maybe a effeminate gay, then there would be an issue, um, and you probably wouldn't be as accepting on national t- TV as you were with her. Um, and then, you know, Tammy jumped in when I am Zo said we said, and she got on live defending her husband. She's another one. I I understand you're going to ride for your man, but sometimes certain people to me, you got to just let them, you know, that's their thing. They got to let them weather in their own when he put his Yeah, when he says make certain comments that's inappropriate or whatever, you're not policing every little thing he did. Like, just, he's a grown-ass man. You know, I understand defending your your boo, your husband, um, and you talking about him changing and all this, but you also have your own biases in his shown Even mm-hmm. on that one episode um, on What the Fucker recently, when she's like, oh, so, she's made some reference about, um, excuse me, a dyke, mm-hmm. and they blanked
0: it out, but she's like, oh, so, oh, so she wouldn't be a dyke? And I was confused as to why a 30-something-year-old woman would think that that was okay to say.
1: I mean, and she just said it so nonchalant. And I she feel was like, like she kind of knew uh, it was inappropriate. And it's like, why would
0: you say that? Why would you say that? She knew it was You knew, like, I've known since I was a child that that was offensive. You she know, knew. like, growing up in the hood, if you call somebody, that you're going to have to square up. That's a problem. Right. That's disrespectful. Well, no,
1: because now, remember, me and you've had this conversation before, and I have made a comment like, oh, so that's like, you know, I, 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 instead of saying a butch, Mm-hmm. I said the word dyke. I did, mm-hmm. and you were like, "I said, wait, is that offensive?" Because you looked at me like, "Girl, I why like, would you say that?" Right? <laughs> and I was but like, "Oh, like... wait, is that offensive?" You was like, "Uh, yeah." And I was "But like, you oh, know,"
0: but at the same time, you know, you wouldn't have said that in front of some someone that presented as a stud. I don't know necessarily. I feel like you wouldn't have. I don't know. But to get on national TV after you have had these conversations before. Well, she, now that I know. But, but she has had conversations like this in the past.
1: Well, I it feel came, like she's around a lot of,
0: you know, butch women. And <laughs> gay men. And she was on Love and Hip Hop when there was a trans um, cast member. She That's has true. had these conversations in the past where you know you know, right from wrong. Right. You've been addressed. So to ask your child these questions, I was like, why would she ask that? You know that's wrong. Why the fuck would you ask that? And I can get where it said, you got to allow people room to grow. Of course, you know, it's beautiful that he accepted her daughter as a lesbian. He should have. Right. That's the only way you should have done it. There's no other way that sh- that should have went. However, that doesn't negate, negate the things you said about someone else's child. Right. When they're only trying to do the right thing and support their child the same way that you're supporting yours. And right. you inserted yourself in some shit that it had nothing to do with you. Because let Dwayne Wade say what he want to say about your daughter. You're going to have a problem.
1: Him, boozy. And I as, don't know. They exactly.
0: Just... So now that you, now, as a man, right. and you, as a man in the public eye, and you know this may come up later, and you say, you know what? My daughter, I love her to death. Well, you know, I don't care whoever she loves, what she sees herself as. I love her. I know her heart. I love her. Now I see why Dwayne Wade took the position he did and loved his daughter. You know what I'm saying? Like, I apologize. I didn't know. I'm learning. My daughter's teaching me. You know, I'm doing the research. I'm learning from myself. I apologize. The fact that you won't apologize about that means you're not really sorry. And that means you tolerate her, but you don't tolerate the collective as a whole,
1: well, that's that was gonna be my next question. Like, do you feel like um, I am Zoe is wrong for comparing, you know, two different categories underneath this umbrella of LGBT? Because it seems to me like he would only have been satisfied if Charlie was transitioning to be a man. Like, it's like it's not an even kill, in his opinion. Like, I can't really respect you for accepting her because that's still, you know, socially and societally unacceptable. But, you know, well, it seems like you want, I don't know, that karmic thing. You know how people like to say, oh, this is what you get. You know, it's not good enough that he has a child that's in the community that he's accepting because if
0: he didn't accept her then it would be an issue but, but he is accepting it but that's where the hierarchy comes in between the lgbt community where you know lesbians sometimes to other people that aren't within that community can accept it more and i think with um what he's trying to say is that's on the level of more being easier to accept right men straight men find that sexy right you know it's still, you know, a little where he has had a little bit more issues, he feels like, than maybe a lesbian couple have felt. And I think— But whose fault is that? That's not. But that's not on Waka Flocka. Right. What's on Waka Flocka is the comments he made about somebody else's child right. that is living a life different from, you know, what he thought she would be.
1: And you speaking on kids anyway, which is so ironic because I remember Tammy being so upset when people was bringing up Charlie. When Tasha K has shared, like, a picture with Charlie, and it, it, I don't even think she said anything negative about the girl. She was so mad about, oh, my daughter, my daughter, don't speak on my child. But then your husband turns around and does it to somebody else, and it doesn't seem like you right. really had much to say about right. even
0: just that. Not even what he said, but even just that. But I think just like with um, Shy Santiago, which is... Um, a content creator and friends with, Tammy, said at the end of the day, at the core of it, everybody should mind their fucking business. Right. Worry about what's in your motherfucking household and tend to that. Volunteering your unsolicited opinion about somebody else's child is where the problem lies. Right. Mind your fucking business, raise your child the way that you see fit, and let them raise their child how they see fit. Because at the end of the day, y'all are both learning. And I don't understand how it would affect you anyway. It didn't affect them. <laughs> at all. And you worried about what somebody else's child doing. You need to worry about what's in your household. That's crazy. But speaking of households, we're going to get into the throwback of the week. And I think, like, mm. last week, we discussed how Natasha and I have a, are really big friends of Nostalgic Tea and things that other people may not know about. right. So, we're going to you like to dig real deep. We dig real deep, <laughs> and we find an Instagram posts or um internet posts about old um celebrity drama that happened like way before we were fucking born. right. And like things that are scandalous um that people try to cover up or right. Are, and that we kind of see in a different light. So there's an Instagram personality named Artemis Gordon. Yeah. He usually posts, or she, we're not sure of the gender because <laughs> it's like a blind item post. Right. Where they say things, but we don't know who this person is behind the page, but and he speaks we, in riddles too. Well he speaks they in riddles. Speak riddles. They speak in <laughs> riddles often. And a lot of celebrities tend to follow him I noticed and that. comment on the post. So we're gonna read a story that he posted in 2017 about Marvin Gay the Third, the son of Marvin Gay. Right. Okay, so bear with me as I read this. Okay. If you want to know one thing about the Gordy family of Moseon Records, know this. They consider themselves royalty, not just African American royalty, but American royalty. Zumanda, Zumanda, is that how you say it? Zumanda. Zumanda. <laughs> Y'all know I had a couple of drinks. <laughs> Zumanda status. They have tried to keep their bloodlines pure. The pr- prime evidence of this is in the case of Marvin Gaye's son, Marvin the III. When Marvin married his wife, Anna Gordy, Barry Gordy's sister, she was 43 and he was 20. Unable to have children at that age, she had her young husband, impregnate a young family member, which was her niece, Denise Gordy. Mm. Their liaison produced Marvin Gaye III. Anna and Marvin went on to raise little Marvin as their own, and he was the center of their divorce-slash-custody battle, detailed on Marvin's now-classic Hair My Dear album. Denise went on to marry Richard Lawson, which was Lisa Landry's husband on Sister, Sister, and now Tina knows Lawson's husband, Beyonce's mother. In real life. In real life. Um, and their union produced popular actress Bianca Lawson, who stars in Queen Sugar, and she's been on... Pretty Little Things and Say the Last Dance. Yeah, she and was in a lot
1: of stuff. So in many things. Day, she's known for more. being,
0: like, not aging. Mm-hmm. If you don't think black Hollywood is all intermingled, you'd be surprised. So what I find funny about this is she, Denise Gordy was actually 16. I was going to say, and and they said Marvin was in his 20s? He was in his 20s.
1: And the 43-year-old wife of his say, have sex with my 16-year-old niece and get her pregnant. Exactly, and I I "I want everybody to
0: also realize this is before in vitro and things like that. So I think it's very cute how they say words like, oh, impregnated. A 16-year-old cannot have consent.
1: Right.
0: Also, she never, she doesn't claim him as her child. She doesn't, you know, he's not involved in her family with Bianca Lawson, Richard Lawson, they have their own. He had his own. He was raised by his parents. Right. She's not a custodial parent to him. Right.
1: It's just um a very unique dynamic. I mean, I guess, like you said, because the times were different, you would want somebody that's in your bloodline, maybe. Um, But as far as the age of consent, it does depend on the state, because 16 can be, depending on where you are. Um, Of course, you know, I'm think is very odd. Not only are you consenting to sex, but I'm guaranteeing that this person is getting pregnant. My question is where is her parents? Right, where were her
0: parents? Why? Was it also money? she she's not Barry Gordy's daughter. She's his niece as well. Right. Um just to clear that up if that wasn't clear enough for everybody. But it also makes you think like what type of shit were people into back then? Right. That a 16 year old is just that disposable that you would use her so that you can have a child with your young ass husband. What do you think that the uh,
1: payoff was? Like, oh, you know, well, if you, you know, get, uh, if you allow us to get this 16 year old pregnant, we'll pay off your house and maybe give you, you know, throw you a couple of dollars every right. year. Right. Pay
0: for college, pay for this, you right. know. Right. Um, Helped you into stardom or whatever. I'm, I believe she was uh, actress as well, like small roles and things like that.
1: I'm okay. not totally
0: sure. I gotta look back at that. So don't, bitch, don't sue us. <laughs> we didn't write it <laughs> at all. Or okay. Plus, we ain't got no damn money to be sued anyway. Exactly. Don't sue us <laughs> when we rich, bitch. We just read in your motherfucking family history. But so, so that
1: would mean that um, this child, so Marvin. Gay's child is technically related to, like, a step-sibling to Beyoncé
0: and Solange? Not really, because their stepfather— Not siblings, They both have a stepfather, but in, I guess. Right. They share a stepfather. You okay. could say because Richard Lawson is in his dad, Right. And, um— Richard Lawson also isn't Beyonce dead either. But it's like somewhere down the line, Tracy Ellis Ross and Beyonce is cousins. Right. It's it all kind of overlaps. It's too much. It's <laughs> so much. And not only that, um, Jessica Simpson is in the mix too because um, Evan Ross oh, yeah. is married That's to true. Ashley Simpson. That's so it true. just it gets really motherfucking weird when you break down the family tree. How it all is and also that this, this isn't unusual. Right. This has happened a lot within a lot of different family dynamics. I won't say black families, but I will say family dynamics Upper class. of the past, of the past, just trying to have an heir to mm-hmm. the to whatever legacy they were trying to create to have the American dream. Right,
1: and and to stay within the certain uh, social statuses. Mm-hmm. So you know, just like they do, you know, for the queen and all of that stuff. You. Can't just marry anybody. Well, not they wouldn't. They don't accept that. You can see how they it's going right now with Meghan. Oh,
0: uh, uh, Markle.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, I said Markel. Yeah, like <laughs> bitch, that's good as fuck. Megan Marco. From, from now on, that's what the fuck I'm calling Our her. Our cousin, Mary... Megan Marco. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, the black
0: side. That was the right. black side. That's the hood side. <laughs> With, um uh, Yeah, I'm going to go ahead. I'm not going to say <laughs> that. <this. laughs> but, yeah, that's very interesting. And if y'all want to know more stories about that, well, I'm um, sure it. So let us know um if you want to get, you yeah. guys because we we write all types of weird shit like this,
1: or any other type of um nostalgic, you know, um stories that you may have loosely heard about or people that you don't really know much about that you were interested in learning more about, um or even just questions about things that you have heard to see if it was true mm-hmm. and we can you know, kind of we can do our more. research
0: and see or if it's something we might know because, like I said, we are into all of this rabbit hole type of shit. Exactly. So bringing it to our next set, um segment, usually we'll have a Let It Go, sis, this week, but we don't have an advice question. If you want us to give you guys advice or share a confession, email us at Yeah. I mean at com. sorry. Or you can DM us on Instagram. On Instagram. All right, so instead we thought for you guys to know us a little bit better, we're going to get into <laughs> oh, a little game of this or that. I'm so. so excited. I can't wait to hear what
1: you're
0: going to ask me. I cannot so, wait. I got some good questions. Okay. So, Natasha, you go first. You can ask Oh, first. but you want
1: me to go first. I mean, if you want me to go. Okay, so I'm going to start off cute. Um, leather or lace? Lace. Mm-hmm. You didn't even question, you know, there's no... Uh, I
0: like feminine
1: fabrics
0: and things like that. Okay. I feel like lace looks good on me. Yeah. hmm
1: Yeah, I feel the same way.
0: But see, leather sucks you in. Yeah, it sucks you in, but it also <laughs> so, shows all your cellulite and shit. Well,
1: like. hopefully the nigga would like that shit
0: anyway if he, we got that for him. True. Okay. Period. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is cute too. I'm I'm gonna keep it cute before we get spicy. <laughs> it's um quarant quarantine or work from home.
1: You said what? Quarantine or work from home? What you mean, quarantine or work from To me, it's one in the same scene.
0: Oh, shit. I mean... <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> quarantine or work I've from home? I read it totally different. I read it totally different. I thought was like, quarantine a, or go to work. I was thinking about smoking. I, I
1: purposely didn't get high before this. I read it totally different than what I wrote it down. You got to lay off the list.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the pot quarantine. called a kettle. Quarantine. Okay, <laughs> Quarantine or going to work every day. Come on now. Why are we even asking? But I know, but that everybody else don't know you. Fuck going to work every
1: day. I repeat, I if I could stay home and make millions of dollars, that's what the fuck I would do. I love being home. I like being on my own time. Fuck a lot of people at that job <laughs> alright we'll right. okay? <laughs> <laughs> <right>, you you <laughs> um Six Flags of Dorney Park.
0: I don't like amusement parks. Oh, you got to pick one. I'm boring and shit, bitch. I don't like (laughs) amusement. So what you do, the carousel
1: and shit? (laughs) Yup.
0: The merry-go-round. My friend asked me, like, last summer. She was like... You don't like amusement parks, do you? No, the fuck, I don't.
1: Really? So you don't I'll get on say, rides? No,
0: never, never in life. I have, but I don't like it. I don't like being scared. But I'll say Dorney Park only because they got the water area, and that doesn't scare me as much. So do you get on the water slides and stuff? Yeah, I'll do that, but, but I still know don't, don't road, like it. Like a high drop. So is a fucking roller coaster. I don't like that shit.
1: So you'll get on like a log ride though.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh. So you just have pics because... I'm scared either way. It's just that when I go, I always go with a group of people and I don't want to be like the boring bitch. So I'm like, all right, I'll go. (laughs) Fear pressured
1: into doing it. I'm like, all right,
0: I'll go. But if I had a choice, I wouldn't do none of that shit. I don't like it. Really? Mm, I don't like being scared. That's interesting. I don't think there's no thrill about being scared, bitch. (laughs) All (laughs) right. All right. Great sex or great head? Oh, man.
1: Great sex or great head? I have to pick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One or the other. Am I coming in both of these scenarios? Yeah. If I'm coming, I would say great sex
2: mm-hmm.
1: only because I like the feeling of. You know, when you fucking somebody and you getting close to Climax and they moaning and shit too. But I also do like when they moaning shit when they hit my pussy too.
0: So right. I- <laughs> the way I see it, I would have picked great sex, but only because I've had great hit right. and terrible sex. Right. And a great hit kept me up. Capped me up to think that the sex is about to pop in. Oh no! It normally it's
1: either or. Yeah. You don't get it both. Was,
0: and it was like, damn. <laughs>
1: if you don't, you don't get both, if you find both, bitch, then I'm gonna be JT. <laughs> <laughs> JT. <laughs> <laughs> Shutting
0: <laughs> the fuck up in I'm this like, car. I'm like, go ahead. You're ah, like, oh, girl. my best friend now, bitch. I don't give a
1: fuck. Okay. Curse my best friend out. Um. Okay. Lil Uzi or Kodak Black. Bitch, <laughs> I'ma fuck you up. <laughs> that's exactly what you get. Well, you kept saying, you know what, I'm gonna get you some shit that you ain't gonna wanna fucking answer. Yeah, my that's next That's where question, I came. That's
0: exactly what I came from. My next question towards. is about to be real. <laughs> it was gonna be cute, but I'm gonna skip. <laughs> um, Lil' Uzi or Kodak. I hate fucking Kodak. I oozy with my eyes closed. <laughs> <laughs> just you
1: know what, just give me that shit that the fucking Whatever you gave wear. the JT, bitch, give it to me. <laughs> Money. That's what the fuck. Exactly. He whatever. Take me on a damn shopping spree. Whatever okay? made
0: JT shut the fuck up in the backseat of that car. Money I'll make need me it. come in
1: my Rick Rolls fucking singing voice. Okay. Like, <laughs> listen. Anybody can get cute after a couple dollars, a couple drinks. Period. I definitely wouldn't be sober though. All right.
0: All right. It's my turn. Mm-hmm. Eat ass.
1: I knew you was going to say some dumb shit like this. Or suck tools. I
0: knew. I was going to write the same shit. It's so fucking funny. I
1: swear to God. I said, I'm going to write E S ass or suck tools. And you didn't. <sighs>
0: DeAndre, you And know. Du- you can't ask me the same question I asked you. I'm not
1: going to ask you, DeAndre. I got other questions for yeah. you mm-hmm. for another time. But I'm going to say this. Do the ass going to have hair in it,
0: bitch. <laughs> yup. <laughs> Are the toes too? Yep, afros, toe jam And you not, you didn't wash the nigga up So you don't know if he's Come on then, it now you're doing too clean. much Why did
1: you have to add that extra layer? So he's not washing his feet You don't know dirty You, didn't, and help, his ass is you dirty? didn't
0: help him shower
1: <sighs>
0: Eat ass or suck toes mm. <laughs>
1: I, I wish can we take a shot as an option instead of an We don't got it? no liquor, bitch. I mean, I can't you left your drink. You know what though? If <laughs> I'm gonna do a toe, I'm gonna put hot sauce on that, bitch. Like don't be a menace. <laughs> <laughs> like a motherfucker, okay? Like I'm not Y'all shiki. got me fucked up. I'm not eating. I I yeah. I would have to say, oh man, to a toe, like the big toe. I said toes with us. So you're trying to be smart. I, I wrote it. That's what I wrote. Well, I, wrote such two. I can. I maybe I can lick the hot sauce off of one. I'm not. I'm not putting my tongue in no nigga's ass. I'm just <laughs> not doing it. I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. That's funny that. as shit. Um. Okay.
0: Watch a video or make a video. Watch a video. Oh, the was fast. Only because I. do You. We'll get into that. But I don't trust these niggas. So. <laughs> well, we
1: didn't say it had to be in his company. I just said watch or make. Let's let's say ideal situation where you're in control of this. Watch a video or make a video. Watch the video. Oh, hell no. Watch a video? Watch a porn? Mm-mm. I'll watch it. Not if I can make one. The fuck I care about somebody else's shit for? But then you could be like, oh, we're going to do what they do. Yeah, we're going to do what we do, and then we're going to rewatch our shit and then change it up each time. But where is, the, where is it recording on? My video camera right there at the end of my bed. Do he got access to it, <laughs> Deandra? What the fuck? Like, what do you know? It's encoded with some shit that you got to use your if thumb. I, if he don't got with excess, face scanning, if he don't
0: got no access to it, then yeah, you I'm got the face video. scanner. If if you got to put the, a drop of blood in there. If the video is in my <laughs> possession, this nigga can't. And you can promise me this nigga can never get this video, then yeah.
1: Yeah. Like I mean.
0: All right, I'ma do one more. Then you do one more. Okay. All right. Would you rather make a sex tape or get beat up on camera? Psh, come on now. Do you think I'm a. I'm like, a fucking... I meant, I'm sorry, a sex tape that gets exposed or a video. See, you a can't... beat up or get <laughs> beat up on camera and that gets exposed. A sex tape and it gets exposed, bitch. Who wants to get beat the <laughs> fuck up? The
1: fuck fuckers who gonna say that shit? I knew you was gonna say that. I'm not getting beat the fuck up, so that everybody can see me get my ass up <laughs> fuck that. Cause then that's when everybody try you. this is <laughs> kids be up
0: there like, bitch, don't fucking say nothing to me. I seen, I, see, I saw the tape. I saw that video, bitch. She was crying, bitch. But <laughs> if it's a good sex tape and you doing your fucking thing, you be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is what it is. He another ass nigga for putting it right, out there. Right, like that's what the fuck he get. Cause now I'm just getting more niggas in my DM. Mm. Period. All right, you can ask me one more. Then we'll go to the next topic.
1: Um, Dom or sub?
0: I'll say sub. Really? Yeah. Really. I did not expect you to really? say that shit. I feel like I'm old. I can be too, too dominant in life. Okay. I really like when somebody can take over a little bit. Right. And I can just take the back seat and just do whatever the fuck they say. Because I think too hard. I do too much. Right. Like, I really... In relationships, I would love to take the back seat if I could. I really get turned I we off. I feel like that. I get turned <laughs> off when I'm always, like, the more aggressive person. Like, any relationship or situation I've been in, I've been aggressive. I don't like it, and I just cut the whole situation off. Okay. Like, now, what does, like... What makes you feel comfortable being a sub? Because I feel like you can't do it with everybody. I think I think it's, it has to do with me. Like, I, I'm so dominant in life. Like, I'm very take charge in every aspect of my life. I run my whole life. I do everything for myself. That when it can come to, like, where I don't have to think, I'm right. going to do that shit. Right. Like, oh, you want me to do that? Cool. I don't got to
1: think. I don't got to be, you know. It depends on a nigga for me. Like, everybody, I, even when, I, I've had people try to play that role sometimes, and I've tried to, you know, do this this foreplay and role play, and I'm like, it's so unbelievable because I not like I like a good
0: experience.
1: But I gotta respect you in a I'm-going-to-submit-to-you <laughs> right. kind but of But we way. talked
0: about me with sex before. Like, I don't really, like, just fucking... I don't like fucking nobody that I'm not, like, listening to. Like, I don't respect. mm Like I can take charge. I I can take charge, but like if I'm running this shit, I get turned off. Like bitch. Like I'm always in control. Cause I'ma fuck up, and when we talk, I'm like, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry, babe. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, boo. I ain't mean it like that. But we're gonna get into our boss bay of the week. Yes, yes, a real boss. Yes, one of my good friends, Lay by Leash. Okay, she's a protective hairstylist in Philly. She just um, transitioned from working in social services, something that me and you both do. Right, and she went full time as an entrepreneur to do her business. She's oh, been doing I love hair. That. Since she's been in middle school, she always was doing hair in college. Mm-hmm. She did my hair before. She did my sister, some of our mutual friends, and she's popping. And you can find her on Instagram under Laid by Leash, L-A-Y-E-D, by Leash, L-I-S-H. And you can also find her on South C under the same name. I'm really proud of her. So shout out to my good friend, Laid yes, by Leash. congratulations
1: <laughs> she, on being an entrepreneur, girl. Yes,
0: and she's doing a big thing big things and she's actually about to slay my hair in about two weeks I made my appointment already bitch (laughs) (laughs) so I'm super proud of her and I'm happy every time one of my friends are able to break free and do their own Mm -hmm. thing and become their own bosses and I can't wait to see what she does in the future with this Right. I could see her teaching classes, right. showing bitches like me who can't break, how to braid. <laughs> oh, you don't know how to break? Bitch, I don't know how to do none of this oh shit. Oh, my God. You know I don't know how.
1: But, yeah, it's very inspiring to see somebody doing um the, the damn thing, you know,
0: independently taking that leap of faith. So, congratulations. And believing her. in their own talent that they always had. So. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Leash, Yes, yes. And she's also from West Philly, like us. Hey. West Side is the best side. <laughs> you already know. All right, so our glow-up topic of the week is going to get a little deep, but it's a way for you guys to get to know us. We're going to talk about daddy issues. He just texted me, by the way. You did? Hey. Don't listen to this episode. Don't do not Perhaps not. I just told him about the podcast the other day. So we're going to um, talk about daddy issues. Do you want to start? I'll let you lead this one. Okay, Mm -hmm. so I think for me... I kept denying that I had daddy issues because a lot of people were trying to insinuate that, oh, to be promiscuous, that means you have daddy issues. If you have multiple partners, that's daddy issues. And I've never, ever, ever been that girl. Not that I have a problem with that. Right. I've just never been promiscuous. I never wanted multiple partners. I've never just been interested. I like genuine connections. Right. But I do feel like due to growing up without a father, the last time I saw my father, I was fourteen, going on. I just turned fourteen. Okay. I just turned thirty this year. Mm. You know, he's alive and well. You know, I did. Right. Or nothing like that. Um, so that was sixteen years ago. Sixteen years ago, very long time ago, and um, I think for me, I feel like I've had abandonment issues okay. and trust issues. But I, but I didn't realize that until like the last couple of years, last few years.
1: Um, I'm. aren't they kind of the same though? You don't think
0: it's in the same category of abandonment and trust? No issues. I don't think so. I think I got issues with people. Just like I think where my abandonment issues is like not people leaving, but people leaving without any reason. Okay. Like people just like if somebody ghosts me or something like that, I'll never talk to you again, bitch. Don't come back. Right don't don't I don't give a fuck what you was going through don't come back but trust the shoes I think I find myself hard to be vulnerable with other people
1: well but doesn't that kind of segue into perhaps you know the
0: abandonment
1: is what I'm saying I I don't trust you to not abandon me
0: true is what I can see that also with like (laughs) but not even just the abandonment is like I can deal with a breakup right like no problem all right we ain't work out okay cool but if I tell you some shit that I don't usually speak on, right. and it's probably, like, a few people that know what it is I'm talking about, and, you know, we stop talking, and I don't trust that you won't go on and talk, you know, repeat carry it. and repeat my business to anybody else. Um, and that goes for friends, too. Yeah, Outside of romantic relationship, it goes for friends, too, where sometimes I'll be like... Like I stopped being friends with somebody I was friends for a long time, and I'm like, "Damn, I'm glad I kept some shit to myself." Right. Because I don't know what the fuck you' about to do, what you' about to do, or how you' going to paint me. Um. But mm-hmm. any
1: time that you're trusting somebody, you're showing a certain level of vulnerability, and you know, hoping that it doesn't come back in a negative way. Right. Um. But you know, everybody deals with you know trust and relationships separately. Um. I don't want to... Like, no, um, I want to know, like, what, what what's your... My daddy issues. Right. So, now, I can say... So, back to what you said about daddy issues. Um, the promiscuous part, I understand. I, I looked at it the same way. Like, you know, I wasn't highly promiscuous. However, um, you know, at a certain age when I was having sex, I was having sex. Like, I wouldn't say that I was wild. Um, I've never... You know,
0: when you first started having sex? Not even when I first started. It
1: took years. It took
0: years for me to really like having sex after losing my virginity. No, I agree. We talked about this before where I kind of lost my virginity and then... I didn't do it again for like a year For later. like a year.
1: Because it, it was like, that's horrible. Like, what the hell is everybody, what is the hype about? I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> this was like, trash. Like, this is, I said, everybody is lying. I'm like, gosh, everybody be guessing. Right, everything. I said, the bitches in them pornos get paid a hell of a lot of money to act like that shit feels good. But then, the second
0: time, oh, I yeah. tried it. I said, well, <laughs> hold on a it took me a few times after. No, but... that second time. Yeah. I said, well, hold on. Once it get good, you be like, oh, okay. At first it hurt, but then it was like after. I said, wait, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. I see what the hype about. I still didn't get crazy. Like, I know when people are like, when you get your first piece of real dick, you go crazy. I, didn't, I never got that. And um, I, what do you mean by go crazy? Because
1: I know I was cutting school for this nigga. Right. Um, like, I, I did not give a fuck. Like, I got in I trouble for cutting like school. That. for. Like, I would cut school on Wednesdays when West Catholic got out early. I'd go up his house, smoke weed with him. We would have crazy sex. He was a Gemini, so he was really, really, really freaky. And we would do all this stuff, and I would be in heaven, girl.
0: He listened to this shit. I ain't, hey. I ain't <laughs> <up>. <laughs> He know who we is. No, um, I didn't get crazy where I lost focus. Well, yeah, I'll say that. I never lost focus. I never, like, if I did go out my way to, like, fuck with him or something, it was nothing where anybody would have noticed that my routine switched up. Right. Like, I didn't lose focus. I still, and also, like, after I got into it with that person, I kind of, I didn't like how he was moving. I moved on to the next nigga. Yeah, Like, I never was stuck on—I never been, like, stuck, stuck on anybody.
1: I was. I'll say I used to be like that. I would be focused on one particular guy, and I would get really, really into him and be kind of, like, you know, I guess a little clingy. Um, And ironically, it helped me to grow as I'm older to be the complete opposite, I think. Because once I learned um, that—I don't know. I felt like after a while— it looked like I was looking desperate. And when I started feeling stupid, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, well, damn, all I, you know, I was just coming from a genuine place of, you know, I, you know, like you. And a lot of uh, my relationships, I don't know if you can say the same, but a lot of mine's, you know, were people that I knew for a long time. They weren't most of the niggas that I've ever slept with in life are not only people I already knew. Like, they were already my friends. They were already people around me, people I grew up with. It's not really been too many people I just met that I was having sex with like that until I got older. (laughs) I
0: agree. I already were familiar with anybody I had sex with. I was familiar with them enough. I never been, like, somebody I met today or tomorrow, like, I would be, like, hyped to fuck with. Right. Like, I, I got to build some type of a trust where I can trust you. But I also feel like, to go back to the daddy issues, is I, one of my things, I have to be comfortable with you. Okay. Like, I don't, I'm really, I'm not shy, but I'm an introvert. I don't really like... I'm not the girl that you're going to meet that's just hyped to get jump in all the conversation with all these niggas. Like, right. If you go out your way to talk to me, I'll talk to you back or whatever. But I'm never thirsty. I'm never, like, super hyped to be the attention seeker. Like, I'm going right. to let that person do that, and I'm going to sit in the back. If you're interested, you got to, you know, fuck with me on your own time. Like, walk up to me, you know. I've never mm-hmm. been that girl. And I think also another thing that stemmed from daddy issues is you got to choose me outright. Mm-hmm. If I become an option, I'm going to remove that option for you and I'm not going to fuck with you. Right. You um. Know?
1: I don't know. I feel like for me, when it came to daddy issues, one of the things that I noticed that I had it, Um, is when I started being the reverse of the clingy, when I started being more so dismissive, um, nonchalant about relationships, um, narcissistic in relationships. Mm -hmm. I can be very selfish. Um, And I realized, you know, when I talked to my mom and I talked to, um, you know, my dad even. My dad, you know... um, he, you know, my, him and my mom broke up when. Well, she left him when I was five. Um, then you know, f- for years he would call, never come. That that whole little th- song and dance. Same. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: and then he moved away to fucking Alaska. And then I didn't see the nigga for. Sorry, Dad, but I'm just putting it all out there. If you do listen, it's the truth. I didn't see him again until I was 21, and that was a birthday gift from my mom to me because she knew that I, you know he missed out all these years of my life. Mm-hmm. Um. And every time I did talk to him over the years, I just had a new sibling. It would be like, oh, you just I just had a son. Oh, I just had a daughter. Oh, I, and I'm like, like I don't give a fuck. What about me? Right. You know what I mean? Um, but I noticed that, like now because I feel like we had so much time that we missed. You know, now that when we connected, you know, my dad smokes weed. I smoke. So, like, we connect. When he comes into town, we smoke weed together. we we'll have a little drink. We're, he's more like my friend. Like, right. my uh, older nigga that's my friend that just so happens to be my dad. He tells mm-hmm. me all about the women he messes with, all types of shit that's probably inappropriate to other people. But right. he tells me, and I feel like because I hear... How, in my opinion, how stupid these women sound and the things that he's allowed to get away with, it makes me even more dismissive for men that maybe don't even deserve it. So right. I don't even know how to love because I'm thinking every nigga I talk to is trying to play me because I know what the other side of the coin is like. Right? You know what I mean? Um, even with my godfather, I love him to death. He was basically somebody that raised me, but he's also somebody that, you know, tells me about things he's done in the past. And I'll listen. I'm like, oh, I cannot be that girl, please. like I'll Rather, if I'm, I'm gonna cheat on you first, and if I'm wrong, then I'll just take it to the grave. But if I'm right, (laughs) (laughs) if I'm right, then we motherfucking even, bitch. Like you, and you'll never know. See, I'm not the type that's gonna cheat on you and then tell you. I'm going to just act like, oh, I'm this hurt victim. But I know we motherfucking even. And I, and you might not like who the fuck I cheated with. You probably Your know. old nigga's
0: listening right now. Like, it I knew that bitch cheated. It ain't true,
1: boo. If it's, you know, if you are listening, it wasn't true. I'm talking about it's the
0: other one. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't true. And I would I never do you like that. I'm kind of like that in a little bit where I was like, you know, my dad had a substance abuse issue. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't sure. talked to him. And... Years I haven't seen him since I was 15, and during that time he was very functioning. So I didn't really know what the fuck he had going on, and I just knew that he didn't choose me and my siblings, me and my right. sisters. And it's like I'll never, I have a thing in my head like I'll never let a nigga choose between me and another bitch. Right. Even though my dad didn't choose between us and a female, he chose between us and drugs. And drugs. Right. So it's like in me like nigga, if you gotta choose between me and right. another bitch you better choose that bitch because I'm going. Right. Like, when oh, no, you come I to me, like, I, I'm, and a part of it is like, I'm solid enough to know, like, if you fuck with me, it ain't no other choices. Right. You should just want to be with me. And the other thing is, like, I don't even allow people to make a choice. Right. We are not competing in and
1: all that. Yeah. You know, like, girl, like,
0: I can't stand when a bitch is calling my phone.
1: Don't talking call about, me. Oh, don't call me. Oh, yeah. Which, you talk to my nigga. Why is his number on your
0: phone? I, we'll girl. We'll get into that. Because I've mm-hmm. had situations where people have said outlandish things to me. And it's just like... Girl, if you don't get the fuck out of here. Do I have face, daddy issues or you or do both of us? Because the way this shit coming up, you playing yourself.
1: The dick ain't that good. That's what, Especially if it's somebody I fucked before. I be like, girl, the dick is not that good. It ain't it's that n- great.
0: I've never had no dick that was good. To this day, I, wa- I want to meet <laughs> the nigga that can have me hitting a bitch up. Girl. I have yet to meet him. Meet him. Listen, listen. I ain't meet
1: that nigga yet. Sitting up here writing on, the, sitting outside on that bitch's car, waiting for her to get off from work.
0: <laughs> I'm talking to your job you, I'm coming you, to the crib I'm coming to your job bitch I want some dick that's so fucking good right that they have me read all the text message where this nigga is begging to fuck with this person and they dodging dodging linkers dodging head <laughs> dodging money like they're just like oh you playing you crazy and then I you hit that bitch up I hit that bitch up and tell <laughs> her to stop talking to my, <laughs> my nigga I want to meet that dick so bad <laughs>
1: When I meet that, when you n- catch that nigga fucking cheating and you apologize to him for being in his business, you know exactly. what, babe? I'm sorry. You know I should just stayed in my lane. I ain't even mean to be all up in your phone
0: like that. You right? What's your name again, sis? Oh, okay. You take care, okay? But I say that to say it's like the way my daddy issues, and also I feel like people try to shame girls for having daddy issues. Like, bitch, how the fuck did my dad? Wasn't involved. (laughs) How the fuck that's my fault? How is it my fault? How is that my fault? That it nurtured who the fuck I am today. Exactly. How is that my fault? I'm working on me. I'm trying to get over that. But uh, part of my daddy issues kind of allowed me to escape heartbreak a little bit more. However, I do feel like it it hinders me a bit because you're supposed to experience. These are emotions you're supposed to experience before. But I like be like, oh, this nigga got me fucked up. He acting like this nigga cut, <laughs> like, <laughs> like I never, I didn't. It's not used in a way that people try to weaponize women in, and right. like being promiscuous, being you know what they think is whores or anything. It's like I have trust issues. Right. I think y'all niggas be lying. They do. And then it's like, the people that I thought was lying never was not lying. Right. It's not like, right. It's (laughs) very rare that I was wrong. Maybe I was wrong in that moment. I was never wrong. Like, you were lying. It's just that I didn't give you the option to choose between me and somebody else. Right.
1: But you know what, though, was so crazy that we never talk about... Mm-hmm. niggas also got daddy's issues fucking they too. got mommy they got issues, issues too and daddy issues so don't fucking just put that shit on women because a lot of y'all niggas got daddy issues and that's why the fuck y'all treat women the way that y'all fucking do. because yeah, right. you seen what your mom did or she didn't do or vice versa I don't it be all types of and levels and you mad
0: you still mad about you know the nigga your mom was fucking with when you were a child exactly and you mad that you were no longer the man of the house and you take it out on every bitch that you meet like niggas got abandonment issues, mommy issues, daddy issues too, but for some reason it's always weaponized against women. Yeah. And agree. and and just to say about like when people always put automatic promiscuous women into having daddy issues, I know bitches that had their daddies every day in their motherfucking lives. Yeah. And like and was straight up fucking everything. Fucking doing the most. Daddy ain't put them up on game. Right. Exactly. You know, my dad ain't put me up on game, but the niggas around me did. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Like I'm just never been the the one where it's like i would be like, oh, I'm gonna play this game. I'm my daddy's doing it. I'm gonna play this game. <laughs> right. I'm gonna play this game like a nigga. Like you're not about to play with me, right? Yeah, I can't wait till we
1: get to get more into that because I definitely want to talk about promiscuous men as well. Right. Because we never talk about that because it's such, you know, this susceptible part of our society that everybody just overlooks that and doesn't see that being a problem.
0: And we can delve deeper into our daddy issues. This is just like a little bit of surface about the things that we've experienced from having daddy issues. Right. But, um... We'll get into deeper as we go along, but this is just a little bit of stuff that we have realized that people are quick to say, you know, women have daddy issues and because Mm -hmm. they want to fuck with this person, fuck with that person. It's like, that's not always how it comes up. It comes up in many different ways. And if you're listening to this as a man and you're not involved in your daughter's life, maybe you should take this as a he to get your shit together right now.
1: Exactly. Because it
0: shows up in ways that you may not ever, mm-hmm. you know, think about. Like, I know my dad probably keep tabs on me, and everybody know how, like, oh, she's well-rounded, and she's not fast. And it's like, okay, I'm not, but bitch, I got issues too. Right. I'm still fucked up. I'm fucked up.
1: Like, it's a lot of
0: shit going on emotionally. You know, these the niggas hair. is dealing with the, you know, the shit that you left with me. So And most of the scars we don't wear on the outside right so if you guys agree with us about daddy issues if daddy issues came up with you and other ways let us know we would love to talk about it and even see if that is something that we can mirror as well and Thank you for listening. Thank you, guys, yes. for all of Make you sure guys' you support. Like comments,
1: subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Yes, on give us your
0: thoughts on SoundCloud. Give us your thoughts on Instagram. You can find us on Instagram at JST Let It Glow, and you can find us on SoundCloud under Just Let It Glow Podcast. Again, we appreciate you guys. Share this to your friends. Yes, yeah, sure. And let us know what you think of this week's episode. Like I said, we're a little tipsy. We went and got some margaritas <laughs> Just today. Take. Just a little, Just a little Um <laughs> And as always, we hope you find your glow up this week. We're Definitely. proud of you. And keep moving, sis. Yes. Or bro. If you're listening. <laughs> take care. <laughs> Bye.